Hello, I'm Paul Cromford, your friendly neighbourhood fool, and today I'm suggesting that any fool can ape George Martin, or any of those pioneering record producers from the golden age of pop music. Thanks to a whole slew of achievements in digitisation, thanks to the home computing revolution and the advent of virtual studio technology, anyone with a yen to make music can have all the fabled capabilities of Abbey Road or Air Studios set up modestly in a corner of their spare bedroom for the price of a decent three-piece suit, or less. For those musicians old enough to have a hefty historical perspective on this, it's a bittersweet thing. The stories have been told to death in thousands of books and articles about how Beatles producer George Martin was driven to innovate by the demands of his group to have this sort of sound or that kind of effect, or find a less time-consuming way to do the other. He and his engineering colleagues, including Ken Townsend and Jeff Emmerich, burnt a lot of midnight oil during the mid-1960s and eventually created, or greatly improved upon, many of the audio effects in what you might call the standard palette. Those anecdotes are enthralling to a certain breed of musician, and I can't help thinking it's not only a boon, but also a bit of a shame that spare room studio bods such as I can now conjure up these effects and more with no more thought than goes into a couple of keystrokes and a trackpad click. Heck, any audio editing tool worth its salt, such as Audacity or Adobe Audition, comes with an exhaustive array of onboard effects as standard. Here's how simple it can be. I'll recite a non-rhyming limerick by W.S. Gilbert and apply one effect per line in this order. Tone filter, echo delay, super-fast chorus, flanger stroke phaser, and pitch shifter. Here's the limerick. There was an old man of St. Bees who was, who was horribly, horribly stung, stung by a wasp. wasp. When they said, does it hurt? He replied, no, it doesn't. It's a good job it wasn't a hornet. You hear those different textures and treatments? It took me, oh, five minutes to select the processors to produce those effects, and I have literally hundreds of processors to choose from, most of them free applications that I downloaded from the web. You see, it's almost laughably too easy to be an audio editor and producer these days. So now, any fool can ape George Martin. But ape is the key word. You can have at your disposal every tool necessary to sculpt another Venus de Milo, but that doesn't mean you can knock one off over the summer holiday. The point, of course, about Mr. Martin and his kind is that they developed the tools they needed as they went along, because they were highly proficient, which proficiency in turn came from years of hectic apprenticeship. They weren't handed those tools in a job lot, and then encouraged to go and quietly spend a year or two in their bedrooms learning to use them. On a slight tangent here, another indicator of how much more talented than you George Martin was is that he wrote the lion's share of the Beatles songs of Lennon and McCartney. I don't mean he helped to shape them, which is well documented, or that he contributed many arrangements and orchestrations, also well documented. I mean he formulated the songs and conscripted his contracted group to help interpret them. This is not a published fact, just my informed opinion. But in my opinion, it should be a published fact. You heard it here first. Mr. Martin was the true genius of the story. He wasn't the fifth Beatle, but the first one. Think about it. Lennon and McCartney couldn't write credible songs for Toffee until they met George Martin. 
Similarly, after parting company with him when the band split up, neither John nor Paul could muster anything more than water-treading potboilers, which sold very well for several years, but I reckon that was down to sentimental attachment by record buyers, rather than evidence of musical merit. Face it, McCartney hasn't written a song for the ages since 1969 or 70, and neither could he, without his old mentor to feed him some decent tunes. So again, any fool can ape George Martin, but compared to his musicality, we're all primates really. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.